Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Pat is at his winter estate. Tom Chorsky is joining us, and I'm supposed to ask you, Mr. Chorsky, about your daughter's hockey uh, uh, playing at Edina High School. She's a hack, right? She's a uh, complete hack. All oh, those St. Paulites were the tough pretty ones. Bad. No, she's no. very talented. Don't be humble now. What she's year a, is they she? Were, she's a freshman, um, and yeah, she was able to make varsity, and and ran into the rook over at uh, Tiffany's before the game. La- that was, was a la- safety parent meeting, by the way. Y- yeah, well, we we should have combined them. We would have really solved a lot of safety problems, probably. <laughs> yes. But uh, you know, we were foes that night, so we were on the opposite sides of the of the restaurant. But it was fun. I like that rink. Uh, Where'd you play? We were at Drake, Drake at the Drake Arena. SPA. SPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's nice high school. It's still the same rink. as it was, you know, in 1975, but it has that charm. It's got that charm about well, it. Well, who won the game? The Edina, Edina Hornets went out to, a, a, I think, a 4 0 lead, and then yep. St. Paul, uh, three unanswered to make mm-hmm. it interesting wow. going into the third. Yeah. They've got a really good player in Samantha Burke. Sam Burke, yeah. She's yeah. really good. She's good. She's big and strong. And she, she's uh, out to Cornell, I believe. She wired a couple, one right off the crossbar, bar down, and then uh, and then a slap shot from about the blue line mm-hmm. that blew our goalie's glove off and went in the net. And the glove didn't come off, but it bent. You know, have you ever seen like when the glove's oh, yeah. a little too yeah. little too soft? Yeah. And it bent, and then the puck flipped out and went in. But then uh, we were able to bounce back. Edina is uh, considered, I think, you know, one Are and they the two. power of the They're state? They're the power of the state. They won it last year yep. and uh, have have a handful of girls that are returners that have have uh, committed to Division One schools. Where's so. your club, Rook? Uh, there, uh, we had a couple of tough first uh, two games. We got beat by Edina, then got uh, beat by Red Wing, and then we bounced back against uh, a Benilde St. Margaret, and uh, they're two and two right now. And you know what? It's we lost a couple of good players. Uh, we have some really solid players, and I think we'll do fine. Uh, the fact that Blake has gone up to Double A and is going to have to deal with you guys. Well, uh, we have to deal with them, maybe too. It's, that's they're they're a very good club, but that'll benefit us hopefully if we get to the playoffs and and you know keep moving it. How uh, good has girls hockey become? Really good, really good. The, I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago it was called ring at. That's true. That was the biggest slap on the face. Anything with girls. an at is something smaller than <laughs> yes, like a dinette, right? Kitchenette. That means small. Ring at. Did they play with a stick that didn't even have a blade? Correct. 
And it was like just what a little. What the hell is that? It's not even hockey. No, it, it, it was. It yeah. was. It was it was insulting, pretty much. Um, I agree. I now they use it almost. You can use it as a training tool for new, beginners. Yeah, but to keep their stick on the ice. But girls' hockey these days, if you would be, it's too bad that Edina and Blake have a game on on the same day as Hockey Day Minnesota, January twentieth. That will be a regular season game. Uh, that will be you know probably the top two teams, and you won't be able to see those two in in the state tournament because one of them is going to emerge from that section. So that happens sometimes. But uh, back to your question, you can you can almost look at a high school or a, a senior in college playing Division One, and maybe just the average college player, and players coming in as freshmen are are considerably better just because of the the pro- progression and the skill development and. It, of girls hockey in the last three, four, five years. Well, I, I wonder if it's at this point that how far back would you have to go in years before you could say uh, a guy playing for a high school team in Minnesota would not make a current girls team? Is Ooh. that is that a fair question? No, well, you, it's probably not a fair question. It's not a fair it's, question. Yeah, it It'd be too compare. hard to... doesn't compare. No, because... You know, I think. Yeah, but you take my day because I'm ancient now. <laughs> you played, okay. Yeah. Mr. Hill played. Yeah. Okay. Well, he you played take, left out, is what he you played. You take my day. I'm wondering if the typical kid on, on, on the team I was on could even make a top notch girls' team today. Uh, that's that might be a fair yeah. question. Okay. They, they would be Because they have better training, yeah. better nutrition, better everything compared to 50 years yeah, ago. Yeah. And they, they do skating drills that have them, I mean, our daughter's summer team, they'll, they'll start standing still on the goal line on one leg and skate all the way down the ice. They have to really? work their angles and their ankles and then, and their body control. Don't be given tools of the trade here. Don't be giving out well, secrets. Well, it's e- fine. Edina is unique, though, the, the girls' team, because they have so many a D1 recruits, and they're very deep. But the average high school team may have two or maybe even three Really good players, and then there is. Yeah. It's not that they're bad; they're just not at that level. So, and that's usually the case. Unique, Dan is unique because they have more. But that's usually what happens: is those girls either you know have played in their association. There's two or three that are exceptional. You can see right away, and then there's a little bit of a drop down where the girls are solid, but they're not. You know, they. What's it not... like way up north? Is it strong? Girls hockey up north, Rosso, Hebbing, Safe River, International Falls. I think it goes in cycles. Yeah, but World is. Has perennially been strong, and St. Paul United is a good team. You've played Edina and you've played Red Wing; those are two of the top three, four. And teams. Red Wing's got that. Uh, I forget her name, but she's number nine. She Taylor, Taylor Heisey. She's phenomenal. She's, yeah, she's, she's really good. Really? She'll be going to the Gophers next year. Tom, I have a broader hockey question yeah. for you because I've, I had this discussion with a friend of mine who also has young boys. I have a six-year-old son and a son that's going to turn three next week, and he his kids started playing hockey when they were younger than than my oldest son is now and they love it they're they're you know 10 11 12 years old now and he said you know you got to get him in early and i thought well i'm gonna wait because i don't want to force something on him if he wants to play i'll gladly you know put on the skates and go and Mm -hmm. go out on the ice with him and i just think too much of that gets lost now because so many parents think that they have to get them into the that sport so early or they're going to be left behind absolutely and and or getting them in early and, and then taking it so seriously early I mean, I think it's got to be fun. It's got to be fun, really, for them to to take to it. And 
you also want him, and this has been talked about a lot, you want him to play other sports, not just be committed to one sport. But you do see people, once they're into it, and, and they start looking around, and I, I felt it. I don't think I I got too hung up on it, but you start looking around, and kids are doing more and more around your kid, and they're getting better faster, and it gets you a little uneasy. And Your formative years were down on Lake of the Isles. That's correct. That's correct. And then what? The mom rang a bell or something? You could hear the bell? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, we must have talked about it. We and now did. I have the bell in my garage. It's and I haven't I was gonna put it up on my outside of my house and yeah. try to bring my kids home once in a while, but yeah. <laughs> now, they're, now they're older and driving and I, I can't say so you send them a text message, <laughs> right? Now. Yeah. Do you have male children? I have uh, uh, an older son who's sixteen, he's does a he junior. Play hockey? He does. Yeah. He does. He's He's uh, fighting through the things that he died in high school. It's a, they have a, also have a very good team this year. Um, Kurt's still a coach starting, there? Yeah, Kurt Giles and uh, and a guy who played for the Gophers named Dave Twilliger. He's another yeah. longtime assistant. And so they're going to be good, too, and he's he's kind of in the mix. So we're uh, we're looking forward to, to both what of did, them seasons. Kurt just, was he inducted in the Hall of, what, what was the recent news with him? He His jersey was retired. That's so his it. jersey number was brought to the rafters up in Duluth. That's right. And... Uh, and yeah, I I happened to stumble on that too, and didn't it wasn't very well publicized, uh, and but I did see it and saw him give a little speech, and he was really grateful, and it's a nice honor. Growing up with your daughter through the Edina Association, I would assume, played mm-hmm. Edina hockey. Mm-hmm. When did you realize that she might pay a little more attention? Uh, you know, she obviously liked hockey, and when those uh, girls who separate themselves a little more. Um, it's not you telling them what to do. It's not the loudmouth dad saying, you got to do this. You got That child either has the fire or does not have the fire to 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 shoot the pucks in the garage or, or whatever. At what age did you realize that she just, she might, she, she might be one that has the fire? Well, be, I want to answer that question. And be, before back to, back to what Raver said is, is she doesn't have any sisters. So, her teammates were her sisters, so that's what initially kept her coming back. Okay, and I was gonna keep her out of hockey until she was, you know, eight years old or whatever. And we had a another friend, a parent, who came by and said, "Nope, I'm putting my daughters in, and Hannah should go with us." Okay, and so we got her going, and then uh, she loved it so much socially that that kind of drove her to keep playing and get better. And and any Dinah, when you get to the, the kind of making the U twelve. Right. Team is a big deal, yeah, sure. And so, it's it's just kind of instilled in the in the hockey community in Edina that you're striving if you can get onto that U twelve A team, and that's the first year you can go and win a state championship, right? And that drives them, and then they're in the fifteens. And what you mean? You're leaving under under. 12 and under. 12 That's and what they under, call yeah. the girls. The girls aren't uh, mites. Mites, yeah. And, they use different terminology uh, so you know if you're talking about a male, a boys team or a girls I team. I see. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Hold that thought, right. gentlemen. We're going to be back in uh, just a moment. Can you hear me? No, I think I can do it. <laughs> well, I don't want to put an NHLer on this spot, but uh, you like the wild? Well, sort of. What they, are they lacking, if anything? Well, they seem to be lacking uh, being ready to play right away or consistently over the course of a, of a, of a game. Uh, they're known right now to be flat in the second period or and sometimes not come out really ready to play. Although last night they came out and they were, they were really out shooting the Devils uh, heavily. And then uh, two of the Devils' goals went in off Olafson, our defenseman. So... Mm-hmm. 
that was that was a little frustrating and and that was happening a couple weeks ago as well pucks were going off our guys and off sticks and bouncing off the end boards and then hitting the goalie and going in and um thought those bounces were maybe behind us but last night uh it happened again and i just i felt like they needed a little more push Mm -hmm. instead of hanging their heads with bad luck bounces does that have to come from uh, the coach or the players that's got to come from that's got to come from the players um for the most part mm-hmm. so i think that's and i don't you know i don't i'm not in the locker room so i'm i'm speculating and i'm not around the rink that that much where you can really get hear hear things or or figure things out but um they have a good group of you know I, they have a good group and guys that were former captains like uh, Eric Stahl and and a leader like Matt Cullen and mm. in addition to the the core guys that have been there like Miko Koivu and and Zach Parisi who's out so I guess he's not super involved right now in in their leadership in the locker room during games but uh, Ryan Suter and and whatnot so they they should have enough guys but they they there seems to be a, something missing from mm-hmm. that in that standpoint what I've always thought is missing is is a superstar sniper. Yeah, uh, that's true too. Uh, uh, you know, they don't have an Ovechkin or a Connor McDavid or a, right. They, I'd love to see him land a superstar. Uh, yep, it's hard when they've when they've performed moderately moderately well. They don't get that high draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the teams that get Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews in Toronto and. Um, at one point, Sidney Crosby and, and Evgeny Malkin in Pittsburgh, they were terrible teams, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be bad for a few years uh, and get those high draft picks and then go out and spend some money on free agents, and then maybe you can build a, a pretty solid team after three or four years. Yeah, and and uh, they're, they're probably end up in the playoffs again this year. They're not that far out of it. It's too early to panic. Uh, they got bad bounces, but... Uh, you know what? There's six, seven points out of out of second place. I mean, anything could have. They could have a role at like none other. Yeah, they could, but they also could continue to kind of fumble around. Uh, you know, they're going into Buffalo this week uh, or next game, and and they should come back with two points there, and then they've got a home game uh, after Thanksgiving on Friday, and hopefully they can bounce back. So two wins the rest of the week. All of a sudden, you know, things change, and it feels a lot better. Uh, and if and if it looks like they're not giving up stupid soft goals and and looks like they're ready to play. Yeah, they might be on their way. They just got Charlie Coyle back, which should help them a lot. Yeah, he played He's, last night. Yep, he played last night, and so that's a big boost to them. And, you know, and they went through that early stretch where Granlin was out and Nino Nina Ryder was out, Zach Prezi's out, and so let's cut them a little bit of a break that that those guys are now back and they're going to start finding their 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 touch or their timing and and. Scoring will go up a little bit more consistently, or they can rely more on three lines of scoring, hopefully, instead of instead of one. Okay, they're at Buffalo tomorrow night, so that's the first time you'll see Housley as coach. Right, right, and and Buffalo is struggling; they are oh. not doing well, and yeah. it's I, I feel bad for I feel bad for Phil because that's a terrible place to be uh, in in the standings in pro pro sports, but. Uh, um, when the Wild play him, I hope the Wild win. Sorry, but he's Phil. a god in that town. I mean, it's going to take quite a bit for the fans to turn on him, won't it? Oh, yeah, they won't turn on him right now. I, I mean, I think they'll cut him some slack, and I think, um, you know, the team, the, their team is trying to rebuild, and they're rebuilding around a, a superstar in, in uh, Eichel, but, um, but they've got a little ways to go. But they've got good ownership. You know, their owner mm-hmm. is uh deep pockets. He owns, he also owns the bills, I think. Yes, he and, does. and he basically, he basically is responsible for big 10 hockey. 
because by funding the Penn State program, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it looked like, oh, we can geographically create a, a hockey, a Big Ten hockey league. And uh, and so, you know, they have they have plenty of resources and hopefully Phil gets through this this phase of of uh, a, a bad start and, and has Ruck, some success. Look up but who owns the Buffalo? Terry Pagula. Terry Pagula. What did he do for his fortune? Oil, Real estate. Ga- was it, I thought it was gas a- and oil. And, and oil, yeah, amongst yeah. other things. It's, it's a lot of stuff, but I think you're right. That's where he got his start, but it's also a lot of real estate as well. Are they playing in the building you would have played in, or is it a new building since then? There's a new building. The building I played in was really old and bad when mm. I was playing. I, and uh, So they've got, they've got an, a much nicer new building. In fact, they've also, they're one of the ones that are ahead of of the wild that have done one of these downtown training oh, yeah. facilities yeah. that uh, it's, you know, it's, it's pitched as a community project and it d- does start bringing in nicer facility and they can do more events there and hockey teams start coming for tournaments and there's training off ice training and all kinds of things you can I do there. Mo- he built one of those there. I think most of us were rooting like crazy for them to knock off the stars in 99 too. I know I was to wa- I couldn't watch the stars win the cup once they left. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really hard. People, People still come up to me and they and oh you work for you do stuff for the wild I don't really I don't like the wild anymore ever since the stars left and I I'm like it's a, it's a different deal but but people were attached to the to the North Star organization and that brand and that teams and and they it really soured them on pro hockey when when the team left didn't they also have the very first Winter Classic didn't they play Pittsburgh at that Ralph Wilson where the Bills play. I don't know if that was the first, but yeah, it was one of the first. Yeah, it was was ninety nine Buffalo and Dallas in the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm, was yes. that the, when they had a game that was fogged out or almost fogged out? What am I thinking of? Terrible humidity resulted in steam rising off the ice. I think it was in I, Buffalo. I don't remember what day, what uh, year it was. I'm looking them up right now to find out. That was when the Stars did win. Brett Hall was controversial because he was in the crease, and at that time, the, that's right. The, the, that's right. The league didn't want you to even have your you know toenail in the crease, and if if you did, they blew the whistle. The but, Wilds downtown facility in the old Dayton's building yeah. is almost ready to open. Yes. Time out here before we before we move on. I'm sorry. Ralph Wilson Stadium, 2008, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, two to one. It was a shootout. Seventy one thousand in attendance. Wow. 2009 Wrigley, Fenway, Heinz Field, uh, 2012 Citizens Bank. So Michigan 08 State. was the first one. 08 was the wow, first one. Okay. I thought there was one in Edmonton or Calgary that preceded all of that. Um, I don't want to have you uh, rack your brain. 71,000 people. That's incredible. Sports Talk will return in just a moment. Last night, a lady knocked on my door dressed as Gloria Gaynor. At first, I was afraid. I was was petrified. I I thought it was pretty close. You're welcome. Did you ver- uh, verify this, uh, Sonny? Uh, 2003 Heritage Classic, Montreal, Les Habitants, Cat, Les Oilers, L'Equipe de Edmonton. I was right. Trois. What a memory. That was pretty good. 50,000 people in attendance, Edmonton, Alberta. It was Montreal that happened and Oilers. a long time ago in the 80s for a North Stars game, too. I remember because I was running the board and L.B. Shaver was... Not outside. Quite upset, no, and I think it was. In, I think it was with the Flyers, or it was somewhere on the East Coast, and it was so warm in there that the ice was melting, and they canceled the game. Might have been the Bruins. It, it, yeah, maybe it was. I know it was East Coast. Here's John Height. 
Thanks, Joe. Sunny and 29 degrees. Both the locals lost last night. The Wolves losing to Charlotte and the Wild losing in overtime to New Jersey. Next up, the Wolves play Orlando at the Target Center tomorrow night and the Wild at Buffalo tomorrow evening. Uh, Vikings still getting ready for that Thanksgiving Day game. They're in Detroit to play the Lions. Vikings leading the NFC North at 8-2. and two. The Lions are 6-4 and four in second. How beat place. up are the Vikings? I don't think they're very beat up at all, are they? All right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm asking because I yeah. don't know. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen an injury report this week, but right. uh, last week they went in fairly fairly clean. Johnny, if I may, before you continue, just sure. a little on this 2003 Heritage Classic. They had the Megastars game prior to, so Guy Lafleur was with the uh, Canadians, Gretzky was with the Oilers, and so they called a bunch of ex-players back. Uh, in what just, year? In 2003. The All one right. you remembered. Yep. Yeah, the one you remembered. Yeah. So, But let me ask you, when you won the Cup with... Um, uh, New Jersey, right? Yep. Do you have, uh, and you can answer honestly, is there a connection to New Jersey? There's a connection to the team for the time you played there, but do you still have a, I mean, a connection as far as you get together with alum from that year and so forth? Yeah, and they've they've helped um, nurture that by bringing me back to their fall golf corporate gathering uh, sponsors and. Uh, and 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 there was a there was a, a celebration last year that we all got back together and um, reconvened and, the, and went out on the ice and the fans all um, you know recognized us for that first New Jersey Stanley Cup and so yeah and, and then there's just the the overall uh, sentimental connection when you do win a, a championship with those guys you know the kind of walk together for everything right. and so yeah there's definitely a bond there you ever you know, just wake up some days and go. My name's on the cup, right? My name's on the cup, so... You know, Tom, I don't know if you know this, but much in that same vein, uh, all of the guys from from Cretan also gather once a year to commemorate (laughs) the Matt Mikulski double pump layup. (laughs) The double pump layup. Yeah. (laughs) Which now can never be shown on... He's been banned from YouTube. That's when he trips over a crack in the floor. (laughs) What did Johnny Towers say? I couldn't... uh, Or I could jump... uh, Higher than a piece of paper right. or something like that. It's <laughs> vertical. All right. I'm sorry to interrupt, John. I got air. Right. I, I got, got air. air. I got air. I believe I can fly. News notes from today. A man who entered a Shields store hoping to have his firearm serviced caused a short lockdown over the lunch hour at Eden Prairie Center today. That thing was in a case, wasn't it? Uh, in, yeah, it was a gun, God, I in a gun so. case. Yeah, it was cased up. Yeah. Lockdown. Cased up. In but then release. why the complaint? Well, because, you, you know, we live You've in strange times. People. Okay. We live in strange times. At a release in Prairie Police said a mall employee reported officers an adult male carrying a gun case entered the Shields store at the Eden Prairie Center with the intent of having his firearms serviced. When told there were no gun services at that location, the man left the mall. But the report of a firearm triggered lockdown beginning at about 12.08. The all clear came right around 1 o'clock. If you're going to have that type of service, though, wouldn't you think that a place like Shields would have a separate side entrance for that? They don't. They don't. They don't have the service. The guy made a mistake. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I, was, I read that. In the well, that would make it worse. <laughs> that happen, was a guy right? going in the side door to Dang Shields it. with a gun. <laughs> service <Can't> <laughs> service <laughs> workers at Mayo Clinic, Albert Lee, have voted to authorize a one-day strike if they say uh, Mayo continues to refuse to bargain in good faith. The group made up of members of the SEIU Healthcare Minnesota includes 79 workers employed as certified nursing assistants, housekeepers, and those tasked with sterile processing and utilities and materials management. Speaking to reporters this afternoon before leaving for Mar-a-Lago, President Trump said we don't need a liberal person in there regarding the vacant Alabama Senate seat. 
Roy Moore, the Republican candidate for the position, has multiple accusations of sexual misconduct against him from women who claim Moore approached them as teenage girls. Uh, the president told reporters that Moore totally denies the allegations. He added he says it didn't happen. He also said that voters should not support Democrat Doug Jones, who he said is bad on crime and on the border. He declined to weigh in on the allegations about Senator Al Franken or Representative John Conyers. He also said he'd soon reveal whether or not he will campaign for Roy Moore. Meanwhile, CBS and PBS both fired Charlie Rose today after several women accused him of sexual misconduct. He had been suspended following yesterday's Washington Post story. Uh, Today, both CBS and PBS letting him go. That's a tough deal to go home uh, and tell the wife that you've maybe been fired from all three of your jobs. And, you know those big Christmas plans? Well, I, One, maybe she can. Right, right. But all three, and, and we're not going to Mahi Mahi anymore. And I think she'd probably be mad uh, about the reason why you Well, I was going to say, little... she'd be mad about that, and then she would come to her son and say, why did you get fired? Well, I was walking around my apartment naked with Why didn't the... they throw a net over this fruitcake and lock him up someplace? <sighs> You know, an emailer brought up an interesting point, Twitch John, farm. when we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> farm. Yeah. He essentially worked for himself, right? His name was on the production housing. Yeah, he produced the talk show that he did on so PBS. So if yep. there was an employee that did have a complaint, would they then be filing it to him? <laughs> Apparently. That's a good point. Yeah. And then did he have to fire himself? Well, he didn't. He fired himself up. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Careful. Oh. Careful. <laughs> I... New concert announcement announced just for Kenny Olson. Tar- oh, Target Field this summer. Jimmy Buffett and the Eagles. What's the, what's Buffett's band? The Coral Reefer Band. Yeah, yeah. Coral Reefer Band. You know, he's now selling condominiums. Oh, old, he sells everything. He's yeah. just an old stoner, isn't he? Is he like oh, Trump? Yeah. His, his name's on everything? Yeah. Man, come on. I had a rough <laughs> night, and I hate the f- Eagles, man. <laughs> I tried Buffett, but I, I I miss I get I don't get it. I like some of the I stuff. I miss the point. Cheeseburger and searching for your lost shaker of salt. No, I'm not. Okay. I, 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 could, I could never hear that song again in my life and be very happy. Thank you, Margaritaville. Why? I never want to hear it again. Okay, Margaritaville. All right, but there are other songs. Does it have him. bad memories for you, Jen? No, it's just uh, how many times involving you, a woman. Maybe? How many times oh. have you heard Margaritaville? Well, quite a few times. Yeah. If you ever a snowbird and you run down to Southwest Florida, yeah, you will hear it. Monday night, Tuesday night, <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday night, night, Thursday, Thursday night. They don't stop. So is this concert going to have to be over before like 8.45? Do, <laughs> do you have a bad experience with a, a he, she named no. Margaret? Ooh. Uh, what, what, wow. uh, yeah. Come clean, yeah. Heidi. What, Yikes. Uh, what's going on with you? Uh, you just anyway, heard it too often, huh, John? It, that's, that's it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like Brown Eyed Girl. It was, yeah. it was Once Upon a Time a really good song. Oh, yeah, I get it. I, I, I got my next bump. Yeah, thanks. Uh, the Eagles, by the way, now are Don Henley, Joe Walsh, Timothy B. Schmidt, and uh, they bring along Deacon Fry, who's Glenn's kid, and Vince Gill. Uh, their tour will begin March 14th in Chicago, run through Vince July. Vince Gill? What does he play? What's he? I thought he's a country. He's a country. The triangle. Oh, yeah, and the Eagles are a country the band. Okay. Well, they're a little bit of a country band, I guess. Uh, Vince Gill's a monster guitar player. Is he really? Oh, God, he's incredible. Well, so why is Joe is, Walsh. Why is Joe slumming with those old doofus? Well, Joe's old, too. Yeah. What do you want from him? Yeah, but he could do better. Well, he did tour as Joe Walsh this past year. Why'd they drag out that poor Don Felder? He's looking for something to do. They hate him. Yeah, And he hates them, so that ain't going to work. That would make Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Who was the Bernie guy? Bernie Bernie Ledden. Why'd they drag him out? Uh, I don't think Bernie wants to play anymore, either. So. Yeah. Weekend at Burns. Gill's about an 800 million times Chris, better, you asked? better player than all of those guys. That's Chris, not a pun! No, but it's still stupid. 
Just idiotic. I think he wants you not to be stupid is yeah, the point, Chris. That's it. Well, good luck with that. Kind of a losing battle, I guess. Anyway, that <laughs> concert. Hone in on my action. <laughs> that concert, I haven't given you a date yet, is June 30th. Which Let's is go, a, Kenny, you and me. I believe I've got a thing that. It's oh. a Saturday, Kenny. You'll probably be you know, <laughs> out of town. How about the suite tomorrow. for the sports fantasy auction? Huh? Hosted what about by, it? Hosted by me. We'll hosted to we'll host the suite the sports for talk crew. Oh, that's not a bad deal. What time will we hear? Our, <laughs> who are these birds? What are the birds that we're watching? I thought it was a raptor show. We got Joe Walsh out here. Uh, tickets for the tour <laughs> go on sale Saturday, December raptor 2nd. Raptor is a bird, and there's eagles and 10 a.m. So really, Such, did I tell you a woman came to my door last night dressed as Gloria Gaynor? <laughs> and you were afraid. At first, I was afraid. First, you were. I was, I was petrified. petrified. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, Wait, that's kind of a pun. No, it's okay, Chris. Settle down. <laughs> Mall of America will have a new restaurant this summer. Wahlburgers. Franchise operated by Hy-Vee will open on level two. A release uh, said the 5,500 square foot location expected to offer burgers, home style sides. As in Mark Wahlberg? Sure. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Wahlberg Brothers, yep. I think this will make the Twin Cities complete. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you're going to go over there for the opening? Thing we first Let's go to the opening together. The only thing I, will drive. Yeah. I will drive. I will drive. Let's go to the go opening ahead. together. You tell me all about it. John, I don't want to hear any more about that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> well, they're going to take right, on then. the Juicy Lucy's. Yeah, wait a minute. Ask me about Rook, I tell him what a nice guy Rook is, how much fun we have, but I may have to change, I think. Why don't you be truthful? <laughs> well, when I met uh, uh, Charsky over at Tiff's the other night, I saw him as I was leaving, so I went over to his table, and there was a whole bunch of people that were eating with him, and I tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, I'm Tom Charsky, so here's another <laughs> hockey story about me. Here, you want to hear me about it? Let me say more about Tom Charsky. There's and, my Stanley Cup ring. Right. How's the food there? Pretty good? Uh, yeah, Mon Pettit's can give you a pretty Is good. Is that a Mon Pettit place now? Yes, I'll be there. It's uh, it's really good. So it's that they've, place. They've upped be... your, uh, they've upped their food game. That'll oh, be a oh. big tomorrow night hangout, won't that? Isn't that where a lot of the college kids will come back and yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. have to get yes. into Tiff's Plums. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That used to be when I played in bands, the funnest night of the year to play. Oh dun, yeah, dun, 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 yeah. Dun, we play brown eyed girl. Everybody <laughs> dance. <laughs> Uh, from the Star Tribune, one sort of sports note, there's a tavern near Milwaukee called the Bavarian Beer House. It's got a nice promotion tied to Packer games. You can get a free beer when the game is on until the Packers score. <laughs> you see where this is going. Oh, usually, no. usually the bar does okay because, well, the Packers haven't had a lot of problems scoring points the past few years. Yeah, but they got oh. shut up. But, in other words, this place is now bankrupt. With, right, right. <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers hurt, the Packers shut out by the Ravens. 23 to nothing Sunday. That meant Packer fans got to drink free the whole three, three and a oh half hours. And there was no holding back. How and many, there ain't no flags. How many people died? Be, before Sunday, the last time the Packers had been shut out was 2006. 
Uh, but now with Brad Hundley at quarterback, uh, it's not going well. I don't know if I believe the story. The GM there at this place, he said there were about 200 people in the establishment during the game, and he said his staff served about 300 cups of free beer. What? No, I don't that's, buy that's it. Well, not okay, but how much hard alcohol? Or is it just beer? It's it's uh, either um, uh, Bloody Marys or beer. Wow. But still, and there ain't no flag! I got to believe you. So Wisconsin troopers should just show up there and bar <laughs> yeah, the door. You're right. And make them sit in there for a good five, six hours to sober up. Well, uh, and, and don't they play Pittsburgh? Yeah, well, the, bars, the bar was asked if they'll continue the promotion with yeah. Rodgers out, and they said, sure we will. The Packers are in Pittsburgh Sunday night to play the Steelers. There will be a line out the door. Ugly. Yeah, could be very ugly. Update on the story we had, uh, I think, earlier this week, maybe last week. Comic actor Sacha Baron, uh, Baron Cohen is offered Sasha. to... Sasha. Sasha, too. Baron Cohen. <laughs> has he been in a movie in the last 10 years? No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the guy that played Borat has yeah. offered to pay the fines for the six Czech tourists who were reportedly detained by authorities in Kazakhstan's capital for dressing up in the swimsuit that his uh, character Borat wore. They're mankinis. The guys were wearing those and black wigs, and they wanted to take a picture in front of the I Love Astania sign earlier this month. But local police arrested them and fined them 68 bucks each for committing minor hooliganism. In a Facebook post today, Baron Cohen says to my Czech mates who were arrested, send me your details and proof that it was you, and I will pay for your fine. A Maine police department is warning residents to steer clear of black market butterballs. The police department in Falmouth reports a Hannaford supermarket had to throw away a bunch of frozen turkeys that it had thawed out due to a mechanical failure. Ooh. Somebody collected them from the trash bin. Threw them in the freezer? Started redistributing them. So like Angel in the Rockford files or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I got some. I, got, I need some freezers, man. Just cut off the bad part. We <laughs> <laughs> say people should beware of the black market turkeys because they're dangerous to consume and could make you sick. You know, odd, odd story. I was actually at Hy-Vee today getting my Thanksgiving turkey, and there was a lady that was in there, and uh, she was looking at the frozen turkeys, and she asked the stock clerk, she said, Did did these turkeys get any bigger? And he looked at her right in the face and said, no, ma'am, they're dead. <laughs> wow. That was, uh, that was on Twitter earlier this week. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Here's a That's very, called memory. This is a very sad story. You're going to be sad to be away from them for a couple of days, Joe, after <laughs> no. the uh, Thanksgiving break? <laughs> no. But you get me all to yourself tomorrow. Oh, I don't God. think I'm coming. Why, are you not here tomorrow? Oh, yeah. He'll, He'll be home cooking. He'll be home cooking. We'll be safe. I didn't hear him. Did I forget to tell you that today? Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I think we discussed that last week. What? Well, according to the schedule, you're here tomorrow. Uh, that was Brad a misprint. Lane's schedule. That was a misprint. What's, oh. your, uh, what's your tradition, Suchi Boy, for Thanksgiving? Arby's. <laughs> you, don't, you don't do the turkey. Huh? No, we don't have any. No bird. No, no nothing, family. Nothing. No stuffing. Me by myself. No corn. Oh, nothing. Hey, are you bringing over some of that stuffing? You just sit down me? with a bottle of wild turkey <laughs> yeah. in the garage and just, just in the get corner. face yep. planting <laughs> drunk. <laughs> well, that's great. That's that's touching. Yeah. Tradition. Pass it on. <laughs> About seven o'clock, he starts calling the staff. He has like a staff meeting. <laughs> uh, one more thing. I got laying on the Puns from Reavers. He's laying on the floor in the garage because it's nice and cold. Got my feet up in the air. Right, right. Wow. Where's Pat? I'm kidding. That's unfair. You've never done any more ads. So wait. Wow. Can I get some more stuffing?
What do you think about our radio career, Chorsky? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> scaring him away. Okay. A uh, sad story from Pennsylvania. Man accused of beating his roommate to death over stolen beer has been found guilty of involuntary manslaughter. All he had was All that he had beer. those beers. Judge handed down the verdict I in the... I the floor. Joe, you're on the wall. That's no way to behave for somebody on the wall. <laughs> Oh, that. <laughs> 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 a judge oh, handed. Are you in the car? Are you in the triumph? Where are you? We're here to help you flip your boat, Joe. Uh, oh my God. I don't have a boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from a kid who said, or a guy who said to me, his wife tried to talk, and you just went, mm-mm. <laughs> Won't you just at least say anything to me? Mm-mm. I looked back and I just went, mm-mm. Because <laughs> I knew my mouth would come out like, I still <laughs> That was last Thanksgiving when I got into the rare fireball, and I could not speak. Oh, my God. Not even in tongues. Oh, my God. In Pennsylvania, Judge Hand. I'm sweating now. Well, that's Say something to me, honey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't tell you how disappointed. She wasn't even mad. It was more disappointed. She looked mm-hmm. and she just went, mm-hmm. I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know. My brain said inside, I said to sleep in bed. now. And it wasn't even that clear. And you don't even have a phone. Sad story, John. Yes. Yeah, uh, 35-year-old Justin Van Kirk uh, was, uh, got the verdict yesterday. Uh, here's the sad part of it. Yeah. Uh, police say the Brentwood resident told investigators he confronted his 58-year-old roommate, Charles Parker, about the Keystone Ice beer last year and fought with Oh, him. nice choice oh, no. of beer. He killed his roommate over, over that, some huh? Keystone Ice. That's it's not worth it. That's I mean, a sad course, story no at Thanksgiving, John. That's very sad at Thanksgiving. Well, actually, actually, it'd be sad any time of the year, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. Yes, it would. I don't have a boat. Information, insight, opinion, analysis. 1500 ESPN. Let's switch gears here and let's talk about some weight loss. Metafast Weight Control Centers wants you to lose weight, and you can lose weight over the holidays. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, whatever the case may be, time is running out on a great offer. Metafast is going to spot you the first 20 pounds of weight loss for free when you purchase a full program. Now, this excludes food and products, and it's going to end soon. So I want you to get in touch with one of the staff members at Metafast Weight Control Centers. There's nine locations, and you are going to lose weight. I started in September a year ago, got through every single holiday. Yeah, you're going to have some turkey and stuff, but you're just going to watch what you eat over those holiday times, the holiday parties, etc. Metafast Weight Control Centers reminds you results vary. You will lose up to 10 pounds the first two weeks and one to two pounds each week thereafter. Go online to MetafastMN.com. That's MetafastMN.com or dial 1-855-MENIFEST. You are going to love your new look. 1-855-RESULTS. You are going to do it. Metafast Weight Control Tonight Centers. Tell them Brooks sent you. Use at 10. Tom Chorsky is filling in for Patrick tonight to take you on the ride. And uh, what do you have planned for us, son? Well... You know, you guys just kind of wing it, so I figured I'd kind of wing it, but we'll certainly talk some sports, and Jess Myers is going to join us a little bit later, and uh, Manny said we could, you know, talk about whatever we wanted to talk about, but um, 
I've got a couple things that I wanted to cover that I that I noticed uh, in my social media feed the other day that I yeah. thought might be a little interesting. But you know, we'll cover different the different teams around town and whatever else comes up. The Vikes don't get an off day this week, do they? No, they, it's a short week. Where to have it? They play at eleven thirty Thursday our time. But I read that. They're having so much fun winning that uh, they that doesn't that's not bugging them. They'd be ready ready to go right now. And there's no quarterback controversy. It's Case Keenum. Why you would call you him take earlier, him out uh, now? Casey Case. Casey Case. Yeah, whatever Kasem. his name is. Case Keenum. <laughs> Ride that guy. Ride him. Yep. Yep. I think I think that's what you do. Right. He's winning and. Uh, I, I did want to talk about the Vikes a little bit and right. Zimmer, and I, I like what he's got going on there. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 27. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.